Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey this is heather hey this is liz this week we have a little bit of entertainment news and this and that's for you absolutely let's hit that music Uh, what are we talking about today, Heather? Oh, well, I just, uh, there's been a lot of uh, things going on. And I thought, well, look, you know, well, let's just talk about all these little snippets of articles. Like I've been running across things that may not necessarily be an entire podcast episode, but definitely are worth talking about. And we don't really get a chance to talk about little current events that happen on the show. So, anyway. right. Well, usually by the time we, we get something recorded and posted, it's not news anymore. So, yep. That's a very good point. So speaking of that, I'm going to preface this because a lot of them are movie related and superhero movie related. And it seems to be, and this has been the past like 18 months, if you signed on as a director for a superhero movie or a writer for a superhero movie, chances are 50-50 at least that you'll be gone from it in the next month or two and somebody new will start because there's been so many changes on all of these. So I'm going to preface it that this is as of the time I read the article and we're talking about it. They all should be within a month, but change yeah, has it, it seems to be a growing trend of concerns that these movies, I'm not sure if the directors aren't hacking it or if they're just not seeing the same vision that the studio is seeing, or if they see it part of the way through and whatever happens for whatever reason, they get pulled they're not going to happen because even the Zack Snyder one they're like oh he had to pull out of Justice League because of family problems and you know his, his daughter had committed suicide but then they came back and said eh, we actually kind of fired him before that happened so I know I'm just trying to figure it out I think most of the time it's a discrepancy between uh, what the studio wants and what the director wants and I can understand that that would be a, a conflict uh, with DC, though. I would probably be more inclined to trust the director unless it's Zack Snyder, because right. Zack Snyder, <laughs> for some reason, because he has a penis, I assume he was given a three movie deal and he couldn't produce the first time. Like it was just it's ridiculous. Yeah. So we pretty much trust Patty Jenkins and no one else. That's yeah. kind of. Yes. And that, goes. and that the studio didn't trust her. She didn't get offered three at a time. She got offered one. And then even after the raging success, it wasn't for months, you know, one or two months afterwards that they're like, okay, you can sign up. We'll sign you up for the second one. So it was, it was all kinds of bullshit. Oh yeah, absolutely. So the first article was that apparently there's a sitcom. I don't know if you watch it called American housewife. 
I don't, but I would like to. Like it was one that I, when we got cable, I really wanted to start watching and I just have not had a chance. Hopefully it stays on demand or something. Yeah, I've caught it a couple of times and it's funny. It's got kind of a funniness to it. So I don't know. Yeah, the girl that's the lead in that, I really liked her. She was uh, Molly's sister and Mike and Molly. And she's, uh-huh. she's been a lot of things and she usually plays like a real dumb bimbo kind of character, but yeah. that seems not to be her in this one. And so I'm interested. Yeah. She reminds me in this one of a lot, the social media moms that are like funny. They, I, you know, mm-hmm. there's like three or four of them. I can't recall any of their names cause I usually don't watch them, but they're like the, the mom that's in the pantry all pissed off and there's like apparently I i'm an awful her. person i forgot what i her love name. her do you remember the little her name? things is the name of her show or the channel i usually see her stuff on or something like that i like her i don't remember or, or i don't know if i've ever even heard her name i like her and i like uh whoa Susanna. it's usually like car videos and stuff that pop up and she did a real funny one that was kindergarten moms on the first day of school versus every other grade and the kindergarten mom's like sobbing her face off and oh my god i'm gonna go back i'm gonna go back and all the other mom's levels are like drinking in the car five minutes after they drop the kid off (laughs) well the reason why i brought up the show was because for some reason and we don't know why is nathan fillion uh was seen on the show dressed up as captain malcolm reynolds so that's interesting yeah, I, I saw I saw a note about that. But again, since I don't watch the show, I wasn't sure why or what the context would be. But I I would watch it for that. I like Nathan Fillion and I especially like him in all things Firefly. So, yeah, that's the thing is that I don't know why he would be on it. I, again, I've only watched one or two shows, but I don't see a reason for him to be on it in that character. Like no, nobody seems particularly Firefly fan-y on that show. Yeah, I say unless he's at like doing a Firefly convention or something, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But yeah. Oh, did I tell you that we ever, we finally got around to watching that show Con Man oh. that he and Alan Tudyk oh, yeah. are on? Uh-huh. It's hysterical. If you guys haven't seen it, I'm probably sure I recommended it back when I watched it. It's really, really funny. And Sci-Fi has it on demand, I think, um, on cable. So you can check that out and see if you'd like. I, I thought it was really funny. So All right. So so the, I just thought that was interesting. So I'm very excited. I know there's going to a lot of Captain Malcolm people that are going to be very excited about it. And I'm really interested to see how it's going to what's going to become of it. Uh, Another thing that we saw recently um, is that we heard a little bit more about Captain Marvel, which I'm very excited about. It'll be a female superhero for Marvel, and uh, we haven't seen any of that yet. Mm -hmm. uh, Black Widow never got hers. Or she's about to, or, or at least I heard they were actually in serious talks for all eight minutes that that could still be legit. I don't know. I know it seems really weird though that that movie Red Sparrow. Now, of course, I've only seen the trailers. I haven't seen the movie. Is like her backstory, right? I was like, um, "Hi, that's Black Widow." So I don't know what's happening there. I, I haven't seen it, and I don't really plan to. It doesn't really look like anything I'd be interested in but yeah uh, but I'll tell you that J-Law she could she could be the uh, Black Widow replacement in the future possibly yeah. I like her I yeah. like I like her a lot so they uh, say that uh, so the newest thing about uh, the Captain Marvel their screenwriter has been saying that the film is going to be an action comedy I don't know if that means that it's going to be like Ant-Man because that's kind of an action comedy wouldn't you say 
Yeah, so. I would. I was trying to think if any of them kind of fell in that role. And I think that's probably kind of as close as you get to action comedy in, in the current Marvel. Well, actually, I guess technically Guardians of the Galaxy might yeah. fall in that as well. There's a lot of humor yeah. in that. So, yeah. So I'm excited to see what they're going to do with it. I hope that they make her funny. And not Mm -hmm. people go and look at that girl trying to be funny. That's the hardest part about these female led or centric movies is people Mm -hmm. don't give them the chances that they give male movies and male. Yeah, it's almost like you get a one shot and you're out kind of thing. And I think that's bullshit because there's a lot of actors, male actors and directors and writers and whoever that make some shit movies before they actually get one right. And I think it's just kind of. It's mm-hmm. just crap. So yeah, I will say though, I just um, I don't know. You know, sometimes when you buy stuff on Amazon, you get those free uh, comicsology downloads, or you get some kind of free book or whatever. Yeah. So and you know, I'm not a huge comic book reader, at, like at all. I really don't read them. And uh, so, but I got one that was free, and I got an option to look for a whole bunch of different ones. And the one that I ended up picking, because I don't know anything about her, I'm really not familiar with her character, is Captain Marvel. And this was the Rise of the Alpha Flight. And so mm. it was an, I guess, an anthology ish kind yeah. of thing. So it was like, like six, six or books, seven. Yeah. yeah, it was like six vol- six volumes in there. And so it was really, I mean, I really liked it. It was, it was interesting. So I'm looking to see see more and uh, be interested to see how Brie Larson does as uh, Captain Marvel. I think she'll do. I think she'll do really well. I, I, when I see her, I can see Captain Marvel. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think it's also super confusing that both Marvel and DC have Captain Marvel's and Marvel's Captain Marvel is a girl and DC's Captain Marvel is a dude. And Captain Marvel is also, there's a Captain Marvel or something that's, yeah, and then there's Miss Marvel, which is also yeah. Miss Marvel is what so. Captain Marvel used to be, and now there's a new Miss Marvel, and she's Muslim, so that's exciting. Yeah, that is interesting. This one was interesting because again, it it basically gave me the background that she used to be like a human, uh-huh. and then she was somehow transformed by Cree. Yeah, she turned so, into a Cree, or somehow got Cree DNA in her. Yes, I, I don't know how that works but it'll be interesting <laughs> to see because you know they'll do some bit of backstory and whatever this is since it's clearly her yeah, yeah first rodeo here yeah that was not the most recent reboot but i've heard that the most recent reboot doesn't have very many women in it so i'm behind because i use marvel unlimited and it's like netflix where it takes like six months to show up on there but i did <laughs> read all of miss marvel's when i heard about captain marvel Mm-mm. actually i think she was captain by then she ran the avengers for a little while she got her pants she got pants. That was exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she was she was like the Lady Gaga. She never wore any pants. She just wore a leader, leotard. Mm-hmm. So, and then her, I like her hair in the little mohawk style now. We'll see how it goes. I saw a couple articles pop up, and I don't always read them just because they look really clickbaity. So one of them was like, what do they have to say about Captain Marvel's new uniform? I was like, that you've never seen an old uniform. So what do you care? Yeah. Well, and the so... I know what that's based on. I'll let you know the, about yeah. the clickbait is the picture had Brie Larson in a blue and like 
different shades of blue outfit. And that is not Captain Marvel's outfit. And everybody's like, what the hell? And so mm-hmm. I think that it's been confirmed that that was like in the storyline. She came up with an outfit and that was her outfit, probably because it was so close to like a military uniform or an mm-hmm. Air Force uniform. That's my theory. And then it looked a lot like the, the Captain America uniform that we're seeing in the Infinity Wars. Like, mm-hmm. is he still Captain America? Is he going to be Nomad? Like, what what's his deal going to be? Yeah. And then maybe that's how she gets, of course, it'd be completely off the comic books, but maybe because she gets promoted to captain. And mm-hmm. so that was the thing. So maybe Cap, can you promote somebody to your same level? I guess you can, huh? Sure. All right. I don't, I don't know that he has much in the way of military pull anymore, but <laughs> so I guess you can just call yourself whatever the well, fuck you want when I, you have superpowers. My assumption is that you're a captain only in the essence that of the Avengers, you're a captain of the Avengers, not a captain of the military. But if there's only one person with a rank of any kind, I, I think it's just a title at that point. Right. All right. So speaking of Guardian, this is the next one. And it's very upsetting. Oh, so in Guardians of the Galaxy, we saw the destruction of Groot, and then a little baby Groot grew. Mm-hmm. That baby Groot is not a clone, or is not actual Groot. It's Groot is dead. That's like a son of Groot. It's son of Groot. Yeah. Oh my God, that's devastating. Yeah, I you know I saw that pop up, and I was like, ah, oh, well, I just assumed you know because his arm would grow back, but that's what that was. But then my other question from the original movie had been, well, if Groot's arm grows back and we've grown a baby Groot in a plant, how is, is you know, that world not now covered with tiny Groots? So it, it makes a little sense that he's almost like a cutting. So he'd be like a sapling yeah. of original Groot. So I, I can see where that makes sense. And it also makes a lot of sense as to why baby Groot has zero common sense at all. Because even though Big Groot, Big Groot was, you know, he had some knowledge and he did some stuff and he still questioned things. But Baby Groot's just an idiot. I mean, he's adorable, but he's an adorable idiot. He's totally a toddler. Yeah. It's just sad to me, though, because losing Groot, it's very painful. And thinking, oh, well, you know, he just has to grow up from his beginning to his end again. I can deal with that. But knowing that he's just, he's not the same person. So how is he on the team? And is his name going to be Groot? Why would his name be Groot if he's not the same one? He's Groot Jr. They're just cutting out the junior. Maybe they don't understand it themselves yet. Well, I mean, they should have the basics of gardening. You know, it is a gardening thing. Like, you know, you were saying that you can get a cutting from the main one. Well, but if you get a cutting from the main one. Yeah, I know. How did he know that stick was going to grow into a Groot? If not, you had thousands of Groots. Why didn't you grab a whole bunch of them? That's you could I'm make saying. You could have a whole army of Groots. Maybe they just didn't have the space on the plane. But, yeah, an army of Groots would be handy, though. It really would. And you know there's a Groot planet somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole planet is full of Groots. So that yes. would be cool to go to. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So yeah. I'm very sad about that. How's everybody feeling about the baby Groot not being really Groot? It's, I'm I'm sad. Our next little items is that, and this is a this is a good story. So this is the opposite of the last story, which made us sad. <laughs> this is a Marvel movie that has a side effect that makes us happy, and that is that Black Panther has helped bring black cat adoptions more into vogue. And normally, those are the hardest ones to adopt out. Yeah, that is awesome. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad that's the case. 
<clears throat> there's something with black cats and black dogs. Well, black cats have always been considered bad luck for whatever dumbass reason. Yeah. I guess because they were tied to being a witch's familiar or whatever. So it's nice that that's happening. There's, there's, I didn't realize there was a weird backlash and hatred for black dogs too. Like that doesn't make any sense. I got two of them. They're amazing. Black cats as black Panthers. It reminds me of uh, team America. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the Panthers were actually just black cats in the mm-hmm. puppets. That was very funny. <laughs> and it was just like, my cat was in there like attacking the puppet, like just mm-hmm. in the same way, just kind of batting at him. Like, yeah, yeah I'm sure that's what a, a Panther would really do with you in the wild too. was just like swat at you. Like you're a laser what? pointer or something. For a little <laughs> while. <laughs> you know. Meow. Yeah, I, I saw a meme yesterday that was so cute. Paul's constantly sending me these. And it was a tiny little black kitten, but it had these really long claws. And it was like, oh, Black Panther's baby picture. It was pretty cute. <laughs> In this article, though, they talk about a lot of local shelters have gone from having like 50 into 60 black cats available to having mm. none. And most of the people are naming them Chala. <laughs> so, well, yeah. I mean, you have to. Chala's an awesome name. Yeah, I did find in that movie, I felt that there was a severe lack of claw mm-hmm. retraction. I mean, that's the coolest part of being a panther. I want to see it more, but they didn't really show yeah. it. They, they didn't show it as, as much. They did show it in the Infinity Wars trailer. I would like to see that more. I'm actually really excited that, uh, what's her name? Shuri? The sister. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love her. I, I love her. I think she's awesome. I really hope that she gets some good... I mean, are they just fighting the Infinity War in Wakanda? Because that's what the trailer looks like. Yeah, that's kind of what it looks like as well. And then that also might mean that that's where another Infinity Stone is. In fact, didn't they kind of say something like that? That an Infinity Stone is what caused the uh, flowers? Oh, my God. I need to go watch that movie again. I need to watch it again. And this, I I have failed in my nerddom in that I have only seen it once. I was like, I need to get out there and see it again. And I have movie pass. I have no excuse. Well, I was I would have gone to see it again, except we took Maddie with us to see it the first time, and then the next week we went to see A Wrinkle in Time. So, Wrinkle in Time is pretty good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. All right. Next story. It's also movie related because God forbid. I'm sorry. That was the that was the tie in I had because I was trying to remember where this came from. Basically, Chris Pine in A Wrinkle in Time looks exactly like the dude from (laughs) Team America. Oh, he does. Now that you said that. He does exactly look just like, like that puppet guy. And he needs yeah, to be the best just like actor. The main puppet guy. Oh my god, he does that hair. Yeah. I saw somebody posted that or I just saw like a side by side. It was like oh. Yeah, so. I totally see. And the funny thing is, like the Team America puppet, it's probably made of pine. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Our next movie related uh, news, because uh, I'm always excited for a good superhero movie. And but this will interest you as well. So Chris McKay, who is the one that directed the Lego Batman movie, he's going to direct the Dungeons and Dragons movie, the next one. Nice. Yeah. So I wonder if they're going to do you do you know any details on it? Or is it going to be live action? Or is it going to be like a mix? Or what's the no idea? So it's just a fantasy adventure film. You know, they made a World of Warcraft movie not too long ago, but I heard it kind of sucked. So I know, but it looked cool in the in the uh, trailers because it had the cool wolfy look, or you know, the tusky looking things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Was it Basha? It was Basha. 
sir. I spent the last like four hours uh, editing on one of our D&D podcasts. So I'm <laughs> just still entertained. Apparently Hasbro has a big hand in the creative process for the film. So take that how you may. They're probably distribute the game, right? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Well. I know Wizards of the Coast owns it or at least owns most of it or but, you know, I, w- there's a whole series on Netflix and it's called like the toys that made us. If you've ever seen this one. Um, and it basically talks about how the toy industry also kind of drives which movies become successful and vice versa. So like when they were shopping around the Star Wars toys, you know, before the movie came out, they did a really shit deal with Kenner. And, you know, but they became like the sole you know, proprietor, yeah. the soul maker of all of these toys. And you know, when Kenner went out of business, they had, you know, big buff on what they were going to do when the next round of movies came out. I, I think that also, though, there's a lot of spoilers, too. I'm just oh, jumping yeah. to it think that that's the spo- I don't even go and look at the new toys that come out because they give you spoilers for the films. And sometimes they're just wrong. Like when The Force Awakens came out, they had action figures of I saw some online that were like action figures of Finn, but they, they labeled him Finn Calrissian. So like he was, he was Lando's son. So that set up like a weird expectation going in that that was going to be a thing. And so far it has not been. I bet they did that on purpose. So to fuck with people, they might have, but it also makes you wonder, "Hmm, I wonder if we will, because we still haven't heard anything about what happened to Lando. Most of the people who were in, uh, the last, you know, the Return of the Jedi have been mentioned in some sort of capacity. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested. Oh, this, is, this is something really cool, too. Um, Star Wars Rebels, the series just had its series finale. And I'm not going to spoil what happens in, you know, to the to the people in it. But there was one thing that has now been brought into canon. There has been a a fan theory or a rumor for a long time that there is a guy at the bunker in Return of the Jedi who looks exactly like the clones from like the Clone Wars, but Mm -hmm. like old and gray. Yeah. And now in Rebels, about midway through, they run across a set of the old clones who didn't go through the Order 66 process, who have grown up and they're all, you know, gray and haggard and whatever. Well, one of them makes it through to the end of the series and they have confirmed that he was at the Battle of Endor. So that actually they've now made that canon that that guy is I think it was Rex. So kind of cool. So he didn't. So the, you know, executive order 66 or whatever the hell it was called didn't affect him. Is that what you know? There was there were five or so of the clones in the Clone Wars, like the last season of the Clone Wars one of them had started to malfunction. Like there was something happening and he was actively trying to attack his Jedis. And, you know, this, this show's 10 years old or so, so I'm not hopefully not spoiling anything. And if I am, sorry, yeah. go watch the show. Uh, but anyway, so he, they have to take him back to Camino, which is where all the clones were made to figure out what's going wrong. And they're like, Oh, we don't see anything wrong here. And what these other clones found was that there was the chip in their head Um, that his had gone faulty. So they removed it. And then once they realized there was a chip in his head, they, they managed to remove their own. So like five of them who were autonomous, they weren't under that same. So when they executed order 66, what it did was it flipped the switch inside the clones heads 
that made them turn on their Jedi generals and, and gun them down. And these, these were not a party to that. So, well, that's, that does actually explain a lot of things because I I was always like, so you clone somebody, it doesn't program things into them. No, this was something special that they had added um, that none of the clones knew about. I don't even know how many of the, Kaminoans knew about it. If there was one guy doing it, I don't really remember the full details on it. It's been a while since I watched the show. Yeah. Well, the other piece of information I got was about uh, my bat family. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, uh, we know that it's common for in the comic books and in the animated series that, uh, Batman would generally, and Nightwing and Robin and stuff, would generally have a white lens over their eyes. But mm-hmm. that hasn't really translated to the movies. The only, I think, I can only think of uh, the Batman buster, the Superman buster with the lights in his eyes on Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of made their white clothes eyes glow well the director for this one who is also the director that we just talked about that's doing the dungeons and dragon movies he's doing nightwing and he thinks that also uh there should be a white lens on the eyes of bat of nightwing so we should be seeing some kind of costume that incorporates that in the future so that's kind of cool you know I i always thought it makes a lot more sense than uh black eye makeup yeah, it does. Because every time you watch like Arrow and some of those other ones that have the full black eye makeup under their mask, it just looks dumb. I know. And then you've got to like wander around with like cold cream and stuff so they can get your eyes back to normal. <laughs> well, exactly. Because they pop out of costume and into their normal identities all the time. And I'm like, really? Yeah. I Yes, that's exactly the point. I don't understand how you can jump in and out of costume when when you have that much eye makeup on. I don't think you can. I mean, hell, it takes me 20 minutes to get regular mascara off and I haven't gone for a superhero smoky look. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, and that's what that's with full on like shake it up makeup remover and like a like a sponge, like a big you know, giant squeegee. (laughs) I know I look like Alice Cooper by the end of it, you know, (laughs) I know we show up and they're like, um, mayor queen is that something you want to tell us? (laughs) I went for a smoky eye with a Sharpie. Yeah. All right. This one is just an internet fun. It was during the Olympics. So it's been a few, it's been a while now. This, there was that gold medal uh, winner that was like 17 years old and he wore his roommate's jacket because he couldn't find it when he woke up in the morning and he overslept. And so there was this whole story about how he got his uh, gold medal despite these little obstacles that happened during the day. You know, he's overslept. He had to grab the wrong jacket. They ran to the thing and still won the gold medal. Are these uh, really obstacles people worry about? <laughs> well, no, it, it was just a, it was just a funny. It was just a story. You know, this Facebook commenter decided to. Uh, bitch about his generation and he said overslept that sums up the work ethic of this generation you know he's bitching about won a gold medal bitch exactly and so she got completely owned by another commenter (laughs) what have you ever done carol exactly it was almost you almost said it you know her name was deborah and because she said overslept that sums up the work ethic of the generation and of course her profile picture is a picture of her cat and (laughs) and uh 
Velasa Bronco <laughs> replied to her and said, how many gold medals do you and your cat have? Go knit yourself some cat mittens, Deborah. <laughs> I, you know what? I see so many of these that are coming back now with a similar type of thing. And it's always like some mundane woman's middle age name. I know. I know. I said, what do you want, Brenda? Like, yeah. <laughs> Me and my sister have been, every time we find a meme with a name Karen in it, we do not know a Karen. We mm. keep sending it back and forth to each other because we both send each other a meme like about a cat or something. And like one of them was a cat that was clearly in distress and it was like, you're just going to sit there, Karen, or something. And then another one. Uh, was, oh, yeah. Well, the, was it the one with the cats like in the blind? Yeah. It's, it's like, I know this is entertaining, Karen, but could you help or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And she had a meme that had something where the cat was calling the owner Karen. And so then every time we find a meme that has Karen in it, we just send it to each other. So Awesome. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Paul sends me all the cute dog and cat memes and all the little cute fuzzy animal things. And I've told him, I said, you realize for every one of these pictures and memes and videos that you send me, you owe me a new dog, right? He's like, all right, so we'll just back it up to the shelter and just take them all. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the, the other article that I was going to talk about, we actually already talked about, was about Zack Snyder uh, being fired off mm. of uh, Justice League. I guess Josh Dickey is an entertainment reporter who broke it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So yeah, I don't know. He said, but uh, he he was able to tap dance around the reason. So, well, I think in a lot of these situations, and you find it a lot also with. With anybody in like a high level or an executive level position, if they're going to be fired, it's really, really rare that the the underlings and the masses really know what happened. They usually give them an opportunity to walk away with dignity yeah, uh, and say, oh, well, you know, for creative differences, I've left or I got another job and blah, blah, and walked away. But I think it's total bullshit because if you and I were doing a shit job, we would get flat out fired and nobody would be making up things to cover for it. Right, Daphne? Yes, that's absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, I know. I guess you get to a certain level and you get uh, you are allowed to be fired with dignity. Yeah, I don't. I've never, barely never made it to that level. Not that I've been <laughs> fired, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, I guess maybe that's the dream. Is that the goal? Where you get fired and you still get a golden parachute? Like, that's awesome. That's yeah. Great. And those assholes are going to get a new job in like eight minutes. Whereas yeah. if something like any of the things happened that I've seen at my old job, uh, I, I would never work again. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep. I know exactly what you mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. We got another Star Wars related one. And this is um, that Lucasfilm will reportedly start shooting their Obi-Wan Kenobi movie in 2019 in Belfast. Interesting. I hadn't even heard that it was fully. I don't think. Ago. I don't think it is fully because they said reportedly. Yeah, I. I don't know. I've seen like I saw a trailer for the Obi Wan Kenobi movie. I was like, that's weird because I don't think they've even greenlit that, and it was like a fan film. So it's really hard to tell with with you know with the with the advent of things like YouTube and people just getting really, really savvy with how to use all of these tools there, it's really kind of hard to tell what's real and what's not. And I'm not talking fake news cause yeah. bullshit, but I'm talking like 
these videos and movies are so good that some of them I'm like, I really want to see that. And, <laughs> and that fan film is way better than the stuff the studio came out with. Yeah, I know. It yeah. was like zero budget. I'm like, how, how does that work, Deborah? <laughs> <laughs> So this is this is how the r- rumors got started on this one is that uh, there's the Belfast Telegraph, which is a newspaper in guess where? <laughs> uh, hmm. Cincinnati. <laughs> so Game of Thrones is shot there. And I guess they've reported that, you know, after Game of Thrones leaves, uh, Lucasfilm will be moving to start on the Obi-Wan film. So um, it, it's. You know, it could be just that they don't want, like, vendors and stuff to leave. But that's what they're currently saying. Uh, of course, the rumor is that Owen McGregor would reprise his role. And honestly, I wouldn't want to see it if he didn't. Well, you know what? After Game of Thrones ends, we are going to start shooting the next Star Wars movie. But it will be in podcast form. So everyone needs to come listen to Nerdy Bitches podcast or you will miss out on all the awesomeness. <laughs> I think we probably works, talked. Right? we probably talked about... If we added up all of the amount of time we talked about Star Wars on the podcast, it'd probably be 200 hours. Eh, maybe. Maybe yeah, not. Probably. That's pro- that's probably excessive. But still. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> if you count the book clubs. I, why wouldn't you count the book clubs? Yeah, I don't know. We never did any Which non-canon By, by the way, I totally need to go get that Thrawn comic book. Because Brian said it was really, really good. Bri-Fi uh, podcast. He checked it out based on our recommendation of the actual novel. And he really, he really enjoyed it. He really dug it. So, you know, the, the next Thrawn book is actually coming out this summer. Oh yeah. I so. think it, and it has Darth Vader in it. It does, which will be actually really interesting. Again, if you watch rebels and you had seen the, how that kind of ended, cause he is in it. He's in the rebel series. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see what time frame that movie is going to be from. Uh, comparatively to, you know, what the time frame is on these different movies and TV shows. And it's also interesting because I just read the uh, novelization of The Last Jedi or I listened to the, the audio book. And there were some things in that that, that made me question, uh, you know, the longevity of the Chiss and their their uh, interaction with the Empire uh-huh. and the galaxy at large. So... It'll be interesting to see how things keep moving forward. And I really, I have to say, I really like the way that they're doing this and they're really blending a lot of these things in and expanding the universe again since they kind of shrunk it and now they're they're opening it back up yeah. and making these canon. So it's, it's cool. I, I kind of understand why they need to do a reset switch. Uh, you know, all, all the comic books have done it two or three times. So yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I think you know, again, they they let a lot of people go their own ways, and the fact that the, I mean, obviously those stories are still out there. They're still good stories. They're not bad, but they've just turned them into legends. And I think it was really interesting because there is a, a book that came out in the fall. It was before Last Jedi came out. I think it was called like the Legends of Luke Skywalker. And that's literally what it was. It was people wandering the universe and just talking about these stories. And sometimes he pops up in unexpected places and, you know, as a vagabond or whatever, just listening to stories about himself, which I think is entertaining. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was a good, it's a good little book. That's a, it sounds kind of fun. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, who knows? We'll probably read it again. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I read them all. I can't help it. Right. There's like five new Star Wars books coming out between now and like August. Yeah. It's like huh. you get a library card or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have a library card, but you know, and that's the other thing. Like I, I don't use the library as much as I probably should. My dad uses it. My dad's already done like 36 books this year. Though they're audiobooks, so he sleeps through 90% of them, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but but I went to go check out A Wrinkle in Time so that I could read it while Maddie was reading it. Right. And uh, <laughs> it was like they have 11 copies of it. And this isn't just like my local library. The, the ebook system that they use is for like the entire city of Houston or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they have like 11 copies of A Wrinkle in Time with eight to 10 people waiting for each copy. I was like, yeah, (laughs) I don't have that kind of time. Now, granted, I read the book in a 24-hour time period because it's not long. Yeah, yeah, but that was so long ago. How long ago did you read it? Uh, Last week. Oh, I thought you were talking about like reading in junior high like the rest of us did. I I read, I think I read part of it in maybe fifth grade, fifth or sixth grade. Um, but I literally didn't remember anything in it at all, like nothing. So I was glad to read it. Um, I, I read the first, you know, first three or four chapters before we saw the movie and then finished the rest after the fact. So. Yeah. All right. So, um, this one is probably our last little bit, uh, news piece, but apparently USA and sci-fi are now in F bombs to broadcast completely uncensored. <gasps> Can they be our sponsor? Because they are clearly not afraid. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're, we've been trying to find sponsors that would uh, be okay with having bitches in their in their. We can't. We are not even able to promote to pay to promote, not be paid to pay to promote our episodes or any of our posts on Facebook because or Instagram because it uses its own by Facebook. Uh, because of the bitches. And I'm so pissed because before we ever started this podcast, we looked to make sure they would allow us to use that as a name, and they totally did. So I think we should get some sort of compensation for them being a-holes. Uh, I think they're dealing with a lot of stuff right now, as it is. <laughs> That's not my problem. Yeah. So. Anyway, so I guess uh, AMC has Preacher and Breaking Bad, and they've already kind of, uh, you know, have let it slide a couple of times. But I always thought that it was like Comedy Central, and if it's like past 10 p.m. on the like East Coast. Lock, yeah. So, but hey... Just thought that I'd throw that out there. Kind of interesting. I do. I'm a fan I, of that. I don't mind, you know, F-bombs. I No. I, I, you know what? I I think, one, it makes a lot more sense than the bleeping. Just because it's, you know what? We're humans. It's a word. It's something that gets said. Deal with it. It's not that big a deal. And two, it's. I'm sure it costs a ton of money for them to go through and try to bleep these things out or put an alternate word in that doesn't match the mouth. So they already know it's going to be, or take a hunk of the movie out. You know, it's like, it's like Henry Cavill's mustache, dude, either yeah. let it be or we don't, don't write it in. Yeah. I, I know it's, it seems kind of problematic when they do that uh, bullshit. And now I think that the idea is that if you've never heard a swear word before ever in your life, you wouldn't know what they're, you're, they're saying, but if you have, you know exactly what they're saying. I think it's more like for kids, like they're afraid kids are going to somehow, I don't know what, I don't know what they think is going to happen if a kid hears a swear word. I was talking about this with Noelle today on her podcast. 
and saying, you know, words are words. It's, it's your intent behind them that gives them meaning or power or takes them away. If you're not using them to be derogatory or mean or whatever, it's just a word. Yeah. And the more power we give them, the, the more people are weird. It's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. Yep. That's why I don't worry about us on this show. Like we just mark it as explicit and we say what we're going to say because it's an authentic conversation. Yeah. This is how people talk. I don't know anybody who talks without at least throwing something in there from time to time. And the people who do, I don't really want to talk to them. So yeah, yep. <laughs> like, they don't want to talk to me. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> That's true. That's I, I'm, true. Not, I'm not kidding. I have, I have one family member in particular who has unfriended me on Facebook, uh, is somebody I, you know, it's not, not my friend anymore, but is my uncle, uh, who decided that they, he, he didn't want to be associated with how I present myself on Facebook. I'm like, I, you know, I could say a lot of things about what this person is, but I will absolutely say that this person drinks heavily and swears a fuck ton. So <sighs> don't give me this crap because you somehow have this like pious image on your own Facebook page that is not remotely authentic. Yeah, I am who I am and people know who I am. And if they don't be friends with me, that's their problem because I am fucking delightful. Yes. So. Yes, you are. <laughs> All right. That's my story and I'm sticking to it anyway. Okay. All right. Anything that you need to add? Or do we have any segments to add? I do have an in-context internet quote. Go for it. All right. What the goddamn fuck is a Groot? <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. All right. So, and I've got a bitch of the week. It's very, very okay. short. It's very similar to a recent bitch of the week. It's about Facebook again. Almost all of my bit, bitch of the weeks are about Facebook. This is a new clickbait where they're making their stories more prominent by making you vote with emoticons, you know, like with the love and oh my God, that drives me crazy. Or they tag somebody who would enjoy, who think, find this funny when they're really just using you to get advertisement money. Don't fall for it, people. And stop making it show up at the top of my goddamn feed. And and this is what I will say. And, uh, you know, I've talked about my friend, Nicole, who has a son who is medically fragile and needs bone marrow transplant, things like that. Uh, If you are one of these people who is liking, sharing and sending an amen for these pictures of sick children. uh, First of all, that's not helping at all. They really need actual help. So fundage, uh, go get and be a part of the bone marrow trans the bone marrow registry go be on a blood donor things that actually help that would be good share their story go find the original page and share that child's story if that's what it is but the big deal is that most of these pages are stealing these photos of these children linking them to things like for their own profit or benefit they are taking advantage of these families who are in just emotional turmoil 20%. So stop it. Yeah, it's not going to help that child at all. And what you're doing is you're basically perpetuating this child's photograph being falsely used around the internet. And like 90% of the time, these kids aren't even sick. Yeah. So just don't like don't like and share and send an amen or send me of this fucking chain letters of well if you don't send this in the next 20 minutes you want to murder puppies no i want to murder you because you're an idiot and i don't know that we can be friends anymore so yep 
Oh, I, I totally agree. And by the way, there's no doctor sitting there going, no. um, Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't have enough likes. I can't perform the surgery that will save your life now. Sorry. Absolutely not. And that is probably the number one scam right there is if you send this around the world 25 million times, blah, blah, like 90% of the time, these people are using phishing scams. And when you click on the link, it uploads a bunch of your information or it makes your system vulnerable and you've just opened yourself up to just bad things. So stop it. And this is why people stop liking Facebook because their parents do this shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my, I love my mother, but she is absolutely the worst. I mean, I will say at least she has progressed past just posting stuff on her own wall, expecting that other people know she's <laughs> talking to them. But now she likes every single photo. She will comment, not just comment on the photo, like, hey, cute photo. She will actually put commentary in the photo, like descriptions of the photo, like, Liz and Heather podcasting like that would be a picture of you know whatever and I'm like yeah that's exactly what we're doing like really we need to she's interpreting it for the blind like (laughs) it's like I already said that in the photo description so you repeating it down here doesn't make any sense and I know you know she'll go in and you know love 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 like I try to be really selective when I'm liking people's photos if I like all the photos I will just like the album yeah that's what I will do and if I like individual photos, I will make sure and go put that or put a comment on them. But oh my God, if I post like four or five or more pictures of something, I'm going to get 16,000 notifications because she has liked every single one. Then she's forgotten and she's gone back and either liked or loved them again. And then she's put like maybe two to three comments on each one. <laughs> like, I know. Yep. It's also it's also why I'm really hesitant to like congratulate people who have gotten married or have a new baby or it really anything where I know that more than three people are going to respond to it because it's just ding, 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 ding. Oh, I know. So I, I, I have I, all my notifications turned off. Yeah, I get notifications for stuff that I don't give a shit about. And then like, you know, if my husband who I say that I want to see everything they post to prominence, I never get it. It drives me crazy. Or I'm tagged in something, I don't know, for three days. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, every time you're tagged in something you don't know about, it's something horribly unflattering. Oh, it's always. That's... It's absolutely awful. In fact, I made it so that it wouldn't show. Like, except for, mm-hmm. because I have to approve it because it's too I think bad. that's wise. I got yeah. people who are just, every time they take a picture, it's like, do you have a special camera that just makes people as unattractive as possible. And then you just post that or you, you're like, "Hmm, what is the absolute worst angle I could take? Like I am a photographer. So maybe my eye is a little different than the average person, but I I really go out of my way to try to make sure that every picture I take of people, but specifically any picture I post of people is going to be as flattering as possible or else why? Yeah. Why am I doing it? Because it makes me look like a shit photographer for one. And it makes the other person feel bad. So why would I do that? Yeah, I think that people just focus on themselves in the pictures and they could give a shit mm-hmm. what anybody else looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All I think right. That's about right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On that happy note. All right. So we'll see you guys next time. All right. Do you want a chance to support the show? Want to get some awesome rewards and nerdy bitch of swag? Then head on over to our Patreon account at patreon.com slash nerdy bitches. From not your basic bitch to rockstar bitch, 
we have a monthly donation plan to fit any budget. Your support allows us to really up our game and make sure the show stays awesome without bowing to corporate sponsorship. In addition to providing prizes, giveaways, and convention coverage, we'll also donate 20% of all net profits each month directly to other independent podcasts. This allows us to help grow other indie shows that we believe in. So hit us up at patreon.com slash nerdy bitches and support your favorite bitches today. Hey everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from movies. movies. And tonight, tonight, like every night, we bring <laughs> you questionable movies and pass the lessons that we've learned on to you, as well as we go over some great beer and funny third thing. Yes, we're excellent beer reviewers, and as BJCP certified beer judges, we sort of know what we're talking about in regards to that. The movies? <laughs> so if you want to hear us talk about uh, odd movies and uh, is he talking about BJing, Woo! Uh, listen to us at eilfm.podbean.com. That's everything I learned from movies.podbean.com. Hey, honey, are you ready to pop that top? Woo! My top! Music provided by www.bensound.com and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. USA and Sci Fi are now in F bombs to broadcast completely uncensored. <gasps> Ooh, can they be our sponsor?